Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. Hey guys, it's Amy, and I am dropping in midweek to do a podcast episode that was not on the agenda, but I feel like I needed to come back on and share some things as I'm seeing comments and getting messages and hearing things out from you guys in the community and just we're living in a time that is unlike anything else right now. And so I said this in my last episode that so much of the content that I had scheduled for these next couple weeks, it's just not going to make sense in the context of what's happening in the world with coronavirus and the pandemic. So I have a couple things that I just want to talk about today that I feel like you need to hear. And so let's just get on into it. All right. It is a very uncertain time at the moment right? And I'm going to be very real with you. I, every day for the most part, am going through the wide range of emotions and feelings all in the same day. Talking with one of my friends and we were saying it's kind of like you're going through all the stages of grief in one day sometimes. I go from waking up feeling like hopeful and grateful and like this isn't going to take us down we got this like we're going to get through this we're going to be stronger and better than ever to by lunchtime I'm angry and raging because things are just uncertain at the moment to you know feeling sad later in the day when I think about what's happening to people and how real this is for so many and That's perfectly normal. I know I shared this in the last episode, but I think it's worth reiterating a lot of these things because the way you are feeling right now, however that is, it's valid. This brings out all the emotions, right? It's not like we can compare this situation to anything we have ever experienced in our lifetime. And the thing about it, our brain craves and needs certainty. Our brains thrive off of routine, off of patterns, off of familiarity. We like to be able to look into the future and kind of know and plan what it is we're going to be doing. Like, okay, three months from now, we're going to be here. We're going to be taking the kids on vacation. Then we're going to go. Like, we like to have that certainty that we can plan for the future. And if you think about it, a lot of the things that we do, they run on autopilot. You know, like the way you drive to your parents' house or your job or your doctor's office, and you don't really think about it because you just know how to do it. And then the problem with that is you also take the behaviors that you have. We call this the zombie walking inside of the program. You take your behaviors like shoving food down your throat, eating when you're stressed out, eating when you're sad, eating when you're angry, and it becomes this autopilot zombie walking like reaction that you have. And so when the brain is taken out of its normal, everyday, predictable patterns and routines, you have this overwhelming sense of anxiety this un- because there's this uncertainty. And when we have uncertainty and we don't feel like we're in control and we don't feel like we have a grasp on what's happening, not even next week, but tomorrow or today, 
we just go back into that autopilot zombie mode of eating all the food. And what I'm going to say is that let's talk about the emotional eating for a second. Coronavirus is not the problem. And so many of you are using this pandemic as your next big excuse. You're using this as an opportunity to say, fuck it. Fuck it. I I just, I can't deal with this. It's too much. I'm overwhelmed. I'm too anxious. I can't do this right now. And you're just going right back into like, I got to eat all the things. And you're just having all this anxiety and all this pent up energy around what's happening Because you're just going straight into the zombie walking mode and not stopping to think and question what it is you're thinking and feeling. And I'm going to be very, very straight up with you. Coronavirus is not the problem. Because here's the deal. I did this in episode 76 where I talked about what's your excuse now. And we talked about how the weight loss industry with all the technology and all the apps and everything, how different things are from 2000 versus 2020. But the excuses that you have, the behaviors that you have, they haven't changed. So it's not about the circumstance. It's about how you think about yourself. It's about how you feel about yourself. And it's about how you will take any situation and tweak it to your benefit. You don't want to change your behavior because it's, it's not familiar. It's not familiar to you to not overeat. It's not familiar to you to not eat when you're emotional. It's not familiar to you to not sit around on the weekend eating all the food and going out to all the restaurants. And so when you try to make these changes, your brain like fights against you because that's all you've ever known. And so what do you do? You look for everything around you, your circumstances, as the excuse as to why it's too hard. Well, if they wouldn't have invited me to happy hour, I wouldn't have been overeating this tonight. And because I did that last night, I just fell off the wagon. Well, because I have exams coming up, I just don't have time to think about myself. So it's just easier to like pick up a number two. And, and a milkshake. Well, you know, I've got, I've got a baby now and I've got kids running around and I've got work, so it's just not the right time. And it's like your brain constantly goes and looks for, it's called confirmation bias. If you want to believe it's too hard, if you want to believe you can't do something, then what your brain does is it looks for every reason why that's true. It's the same reason why when you choose to redirect your thoughts, when you choose to think differently, you start looking for reasons why it's going to work. That's what that's about. And so, so many of you, listen, I am not saying any of this to diminish how you're feeling. I am not saying this to diminish the severity of the situation because believe me, <laughs> I understand it and I'm going through it myself, you guys. I told you I'm going through the 101 emotions a day and con- I feel like an air traffic controller like redirecting thoughts every single like almost every minute of the day it feels like. 
But this isn't an excuse to just say fuck it and like eat all the food because what's going to happen to you? We're going to get through this. I talked about the last episode. The dust is going to settle. And then who are you? Where are you in your journey? You're dealing with all the fallout of who knows what's going to happen with jobs and money and business and where the kids are going to be for school and all of that kind of stuff because we're going to have to deal with that when the dust settles. Do you really want to be dealing with all of that plus feeling out of control, not being able to control what's going in your mouth and gaining weight right in the middle of the summer because it's going to be summertime before this even settles. Is that what you want for yourself? And I'm telling you right now, there will always be something going on. And it's not because it's a pandemic that you're eating out of control. This is just for you feels like a go-to easy excuse. No one's going to judge me. They're going to all think it's fine because it's a pandemic. Because if it wasn't a pandemic, it would be you're too busy. You've got to run back and forth and take the kids to all their programs and you got to go to work and, and you got to do this and you got to do that. Well, for most of you, you're home now. So that clearly wasn't the excuse. Well, if I didn't have to work in the office and always go out to eat for lunch, hello, you're home now. So that's not the excuse. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's that you constantly seek out an excuse no matter what the situation is. So it's not coronavirus that is causing you to emotionally eat, to say fuck it and throw everything down the drain. It's just an easy excuse for you at the moment that you don't feel like you're going to be judged for because everybody's going through it. So it's okay to feel what you're feeling and you shouldn't judge yourself and you shouldn't beat yourself up because of the way you're feeling. You've got to check in with yourself and ask yourself, is it really worth adding more stress to my plate at the moment by overeating? What is that doing for me? How is this serving me and how is this helping me? And what kind of example is this setting for my children or the people around me in my life? Because if this pandemic wasn't happening, I promise you, you would have another excuse. You would have another excuse. Daylight savings time. Ugh, it's a full moon. I don't know. Like, and I'm, I don't say this to be flippant. I say these things because I used to be the same way. And I even have caught myself like, do I really need to be eating this like snack right now? No, it's not. I don't need this right now. And I'm constantly like redirecting and thinking about what it is I'm doing instead of just being on zombie walking mode. And saying, fuck it, it's a pandemic. Might as well go to shit with my eating. Because right now, things do feel uncertain. I can't plan what's going to happen next month in terms of, um, you know, traveling. We were, a goal for me in 2020 was to buy a new house. I can't think about that right now. That's not a priority at the moment. The priority at the moment is to be in conservation mode, to keep doing what I've always been doing, but being cautious about certain things, right? There's a lot of things happening at the moment 
that we cannot control. We can't control if other people don't stay home. We can't control if someone else doesn't wash their hands. What I can control is that I'm staying home, is that I'm washing my hands, and me worrying about what other people are doing is only going to give me more stress and anxiety, and I don't want that. I can't control what's going to be open or closed or in stock in the coming days and weeks. I have no control over that, and neither do you. So when you're hearing all the news about this is shut down and this is canceled, like we don't have control over that. And using all of that as the excuse as to why you should be overeating, that's not serving you. But the one thing, and there's a few things, and I shared this in the last episode, but I feel like this is a continuation of that conversation because we need to be having this conversation right now. You need to be using this time as an opportunity to empower yourself and to improve where you are. Not using this time to just lay down like a dog in submission and say, fuck it, I can't do anything about it. Like, yeah, there are some things you can't do anything about as it as it relates to the virus epidemic, pandemic. However, you 150,000% control what goes in your mouth. You make that decision. And you thinking that you've just got to go in the kitchen and shove all the the quarantine snacks in your mouth, what is that going to solve? What is that doing for you? This is not the time to say fuck it and throw in the towel. It's just not the time. This right now is a great opportunity for you to prove to yourself that your circumstances don't have to dictate the way that you eat, the way that you feel about your body and yourself. And telling yourself that you'll start over when this is all over, that is not the answer. That is not a solution. That is you saying, fuck it, I don't take responsibility for my own actions. Because it's not coronavirus that is making you put food in your mouth. When you gain 20 pounds three months from now when all this kind of settles, You can't say, I gained the weight because of coronavirus. No, you gained the weight because you chose to eat your way through your emotions. You chose to eat your way through the anxiety. And I get it. In the moment, that might feel like the easy thing to do. But in the long term, and even after you finish eating, and the the minutes after and the day after, is it really going to be worth it to you? No, it won't. And overeating is only going to make you feel physically worse, sluggish. It's going to stress your immune system. It's going to stress every part of your body by doing that. And I'm going to say it again. If it wasn't the coronavirus, you would be blaming it on the pollen and daylight savings time and the change of seasons well, it's a change of seasons and I got these allergies and the pollen and there's always an excuse. And you sit around and you wait for all conditions to be perfect, but that's not life. And 
If you want to get off the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, and lose the emotional weight, you have to just decide that you're going to do it because there is never, I don't care what you get out of this episode, get this, there is never the right time. So when you sit there and you're like, well, I really want to join Amy's program, but it's not the right time. I got too much on my plate and blah, blah, blah. And I'll, I'll work on myself later. It's like there isn't later. There's either now or that's it. Because you're constantly looking to find the next excuse. And if you can't take the things that life hits you in the gut, like we're going to get punched in the gut multiple times in our life. So you've got to learn to roll with it and how to take care of yourself, how to talk to yourself, how to eat and how to not eat when these types of things are happening. And so you 100% control what goes in your mouth. The news doesn't make you eat. Coronavirus doesn't make you eat. Your kids screaming and yelling are not making you eat. You still trying to work at home while all of this is in the back of your mind is not causing you to eat. You are causing you to eat. And the reason it feels easier for you to just do that is you don't have the skills and the resources to redirect your thoughts and your emotions. That's what's missing. And so it doesn't matter if it's coronavirus or if it's a death in the family or if it's a layoff or if it's, um, you know, traffic or if it's someone said something mean to you. If you don't have those tools in your tool belt, you're going to keep going back to what you've always done. And then when the coronavirus settles and you've gained weight, you're going to automatically go and look for some shiny ass, stupid ass fad diet that promises you results as quick as possible because your mind is just like, I got to get this off as fast as possible because now I'm like in a deficit of 20 pounds. Instead of thinking about, hey, maybe I should learn how to change the way I think. Maybe I should change the way I talk to myself. Maybe I need to lose the emotional weight because this quick fad diet when I get down and I lose the 20 pounds, I'm still going to be thinking the exact same way. So the next big issue that comes up, the next time life punches me in the gut, I'm going to do the same thing I've always done, which is eat, 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 eat. And then blame the reason why on the situation instead of you taking responsibility for where you're at. Okay. Um, that's, that's like the big piece. I have something else I'm going to share in this podcast. But bottom line, you guys, there will always be something. The something right now just happens to be a really big something. So how do you want to go through this? Do you want to go through this feeling like shit, shoving food in your mouth, not liking yourself for doing it, gaining more weight, going through the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle? Or do you want to get through this and prove to yourself that you have control, and if you want to feel control in a time of uncertainty, control what goes in your mouth. I know for me, when my grandmother was dying, and I was visiting her 
Um, and she was, she had cancer and she was, you know, this kind of went on for a while, a few weeks, few months. And I soon realized that I have no control over if the doctor calls me in the middle of the night, if my parents tell me you got to get here now, I have no control over that. But what I do have control over is what I'm eating and how I'm thinking and how I'm moving my body. That is literally in that situation, the only things I could control. And being able to control that in a situation where you don't feel like you have control, it's very empowering. Very, very empowering. So that's part one. Part two is you have got to become aware of the things that you're thinking about. Because if you're like me and you're like anyone else at this point, you're having a million different thoughts throughout the day, going through a wide range of emotions from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. And so we have to be really aware and we've got to stop zombie walking through this and we have to be aware of what we're thinking so that we can own up to it, accept it, not judge ourselves for it, and then determine, okay, how can I redirect some of this too? So I want to just talk about another way that you can gain a sense of control during this time of uncertainty. And that is for you to make a to-do list. So I know everyone's work situation now is different. Some of you are home. Some of you may have lost your jobs. Some of you may be furloughed. For some of you, nothing has changed. But it still feels uncertain no matter what. So let's do things on purpose that we can control. I can't necessarily control right now what's going to happen in terms of my business. It's very hard to forecast things right now. People are not in a place where they're necessarily spending a lot of money in some cases. So we don't know businesses like, you know, a lot of businesses are not hiring at the moment. They're not um, looking for work. So a lot of that is uncertain. But here is what you need to do. You need to create a list of things that you can do. Because it's going to give you a sense of accomplishment, it's going to give you a sense of certainty, and it's going to give you things to look forward to. Because again, our brain craves certainty and patterns, and it craves being able to feel accomplished at doing things. So if you're stuck at home, let's break out those to-do lists. Make a to-do list, you know, things like cleaning out your closet, these things that we put off because we're too busy otherwise you know, cleaning out your closets, organizing all the papers in the desk, um, writing a book that you've always dreamed of doing, reading all the books that are just sitting there collecting dust that you said you'd get to later, you know, all the podcasts that you wanted to listen to, um, cleaning out the cabinets, just things that you can do at home that will give you this little, like, it's like, giving you little buckets of energy that's going to make you feel accomplished and it's going to make you feel like I've got some kind of sense of control over what's happening. And it's a distraction. It's a distraction from all of the news and it's a distraction from going straight into the kitchen and eating all the food. Like we really need to feel that in this time. And I said this too in the last, I feel like I'm just, again, we're like expanding upon the last episode, but you got to move your body. You have to move your body because I was, you get pent up energy from 
the anxiety and the fear and all the things that you're thinking about. And the other day I was like, man, I really got to get this done. I had this project that I was trying to finish, but I couldn't because the energy was almost like buzzing through my nerves, through my body. And I'm like, fuck it. Like, let's just get out of this house and go for a walk outdoors. I have to move my body. For me, that is key to managing my stress and managing my anxiety. So as long as you are still able to get outdoors in a non-crowded space, obviously, if you are still able to get outdoors and go for walks, please do it. If you have a dog, get out and walk your dog. That is like my my zen. Getting outside and taking Chewy for walks, like that is my that is my jam. And it just feels good to get fresh air and to walk and get the blood flowing and it gets the energy out and it just, your brain, it's not just a physical thing, it's for your brain, your mental state and your emotional state. And if you can't get outdoors for whatever reason, depending on where you are, again, at home, do some stretching, do some light, easy stretching, do some yoga, get on YouTube and Google different workouts. There are so many things you can do at home. You know, it feels like, and it's true, a lot of life around us is shutting down, but that doesn't mean we have to shut down. We just have to get creative and we have to decide I'm not going to fall into the floor into a ball and just surrender to all of this stuff. I'm going to take control over what I can control and I'm going to come out on the other side better than ever so that I'm not playing catch up on myself. And if you are home and you're losing your mind, (laughs) if you're not used to being home, if you're not used to working from home, if you're not used to having your kids in the house, I get it. This is an adjustment for you. I am very grateful in the sense that for me, that piece of this whole puzzle is not out of the norm. I have been working from home for 10 years. My daughter has been here. We were actually supposed to start preschool this month. (laughs) That's not happening. So for me, a lot of that piece of this does not feel different. And if you need, if you want advice or tips on how to work from home, how to work from home with kids, how to work from home, period, like I'm happy to provide that as well. Just reach out to me and you let me know because I've got that down. Like I know how to work from home and I sure as hell know how to work from home with kids in the house. Okay. But this might be new for you and that's okay. So I want you to start thinking differently about, oh, you have to stay at home and oh, my kids are here, you know, and a lot of school systems as of today, it's no longer a couple weeks. A lot of school systems are saying school is closed indefinitely to the end of the year, depending on where you are. So this is our normal right now. This is our new normal for we don't know how long. So we either have to roll with the punches or we we go into, I'm a victim, I have no control over this, I'm just going to lay down on the floor and curl up in a ball and cry and eat my way through until we're allowed to leave our house. That's a choice, right? Coronavirus is not a choice. It's a circumstance. It's what's happening. We are in a pandemic. We cannot control that. We can control 
either laying in the floor like a, a victim and having a pity party for however long this goes on, or we take control over what we can. Because that's going to give you a sense of certainty. It's going to give you a sense of confidence. And it's going to help alleviate all of those fears and anxieties when you're doing these other things. So if you're home, you've got to reach, like change how you're thinking. Like, oh, the kids are here. Oh, you know what? Maybe let's think about using this time to reconnect with our kids that we don't see all the time. You know, if your kids are in school and they do activities and you work, you don't spend a lot of time with them. So this is a time to, instead of just like, oh, they're so annoying. Like, how about you reconnect with your kids? If you have pets, how about playing with your pets more? Like embracing them, enjoying your time with them. And pets are so therapeutic. Like, Chewy, for me, changed everything about my life. Everything about my life changed when I got that little dog. Like, he is our family, and their pets are just incredibly therapeutic. Just sitting there, like, petting your dog or petting your cat or petting your rabbit, whatever you have, it does something to your brain. It scientifically changes the way you're thinking. Okay, Um, maybe your partner's home and you're about to lose your shit with them in the house. Like, how about you reframe that and you find ways to reconnect with one another, to get to know each other more? Because for how many of you, you spend more time with coworkers than you do your own wife or husband? Right? You know, it's, it's, um, I saw someone that I follow and they're, pretty local to me and he had posted a picture of his parents at their house behind the door the screen the um, glass door and he said this is how I visited my parents today they stood behind the door and I stood on the porch so we could we could talk to each other and that is the new normal right now guys yeah it sucks but how can we find other ways like I just thought, like, it just brings tears to my eyes because it's so, it's just finding a different way to cope through what we're going through. And we're all going through this together. All of us. We have technology. We have phones. We have cameras. We have FaceTime. We have Zoom. If you can't be with your extended families, everybody get on Zoom. And you can just literally be sitting there watching TV together or cooking dinner, or just talking to each other, or just sitting there doing your own thing, but you've got them there with you. Thank God we have technology during this time. I cannot even imagine if this was 20 plus years ago. We would have gone crazy, even more crazy. (laughs) So think about that. How are other ways that you can connect with your friends, your family, get on FaceTime or zoom and have a drink with your friends. Like we've got to just, we have to just accept this will pass. But for right now, this is our normal. This is our new normal. And we either have to adapt or we just cave 
And then if you are a parent, what kind of message is that setting for your kids? You got to be the rock. You got to be the role model. Your children are looking up to you right now to see how you're handling this. Your kids might not understand, especially if they're young like my daughter, but they can feel your vibe. They can feel your energy and they watch what you're doing. So do you want to be the role model who is the rock, who is strong, who they can feel safe looking up to? Or do you want to set the stage for creating more anxiety and overwhelm in your kids? That's your choice. I choose to be the role model and the rock for my family. And that doesn't mean that you're not allowed to tell your kids, you know what, I'm scared too. That's not what being a role model and a rock is all about. You don't sit there and pretend, but you give them that strength that they don't have for themselves. And for me, I can have that conversation with my daughter and be like, she's three and a half even. She can understand this of like, there's a lot of things going on right now. And sometimes I feel scared, but this is how I handle it. And we're going to handle it by thinking you know, thinking differently and thinking that, you know, looking into the future and trying to be optimistic about things. And like, I know I'm like stuttering for words right now, but you basically just, you need to be there for your kids and you need to be there for your family. And how do you want to show up? How do you, not only how you want to show up for yourself, but how do you want to show up for those people around you? And you need to do the emotional exercises as well. You've got to start absorbing more messages besides just the news. You've got to start listening to more uplifting, empowering things, podcasts, um, audiobooks, YouTube videos. You have got to do that exercise for your mental health and your emotional health because otherwise this becomes all-consuming. And I know for me, it has come in waves of just like, this is not happening. This feels so surreal. What is going on? And I'm like, okay, let's get it together. All right, cool. You're feeling this way. All right, let's, let's, let's move on. Because it's okay to feel what you're feeling. And understand that we're all going to have those thoughts and feelings multiple times a day. We are living in the biggest time of uncertainty than we've ever lived in before. And you're not alone. I know we've talked about this a lot, but that's why we have the community. We have the free Irresistible You community. Please come in there and use that as a platform to share what you're doing, to share how you're feeling, to let us know how you're redirecting, how you're thinking differently about this, or, or what help do you need. If you're struggling with how do I redirect my thoughts, how do I not like shove my face in the Doritos bag, like come in the group and ask the questions. Don't feel like you have to just sit there in your own brain and try to figure all of this out because you don't. That's really all I have today. This was not like, again, this was not like a scheduled podcast episode. This is off the cuff. Just want to elaborate more on the things that we've been talking about and for you guys to understand that you know, there's a couple things we can control. There's a couple of things that we can do 
to feel that sense of certainty in a time that doesn't feel very certain at all. So I hope you are doing well. I hope you are staying safe, staying healthy, and getting through this. Again, I hope to connect with you over in the Facebook group. As always, it is in the show notes. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. We're going to get through this. Until the next one, stay irresistible.